and we celebrate the riots that happened at Stonewall in June of 1969 this month. It was the beginning of the modern LGBTQ plus civil rights movement. Irish statesman Edmund Burke said, quote, those who don't know history are destined to repeat it, end quote. Both moments of Stonewall and history repeating itself is the inspiration of History Fort Lauderdale's retrospective going on right now about LGBTQ plus life in South Florida that will be presented all month long at Galleria Fort Lauderdale on sunrise. That special exhibit that is going on honors the pioneers of the LGBTQ plus community. And we're going to talk about it, including my guest today, Ellery Andrews, the deputy director of the History Fort Lauderdale and the famed photographer, Michael Murphy. <laughs> Together, they are documenting the fascinating history of the people and the places and the events of the LGBTQ plus community. Well, welcome to Unapologetically Queer. I'm your host, Al Ferguson. I am proud to talk to some of the most interesting people that are interesting to our LGBTQ plus community. At Hotspots Magazine, Happening Out Television Network, our mission is based on the 10 pillars of the LGBTQ plus community, and that includes Black LGBT, Latino, lesbian and queer women, trans, students and youth, seniors, business, social justice, and faith. We know it's June Pride Month, but some are asking, ah, why do you need a pride parade? Or why do you even need to celebrate June Gay Pride Month? So let's find out right now. History Fort Lauderdale has a month-long <laughs> retrospective called Take Pride, a retrospective of LGBTQ life in South Florida. Let's welcome Ellery Andrews and Michael Murphy. And Ellery, I understand right at the top, you are unapologetically queer ally. Mm -hmm. And Michael, you are clearly unapologetically <laughs> queer. Is that true? I'm unapologetic anything. Yes. Okay. There we go. All right. Well, before we talk about the exhibit, Ellery, I, I want to talk about History uh, Fort Lauderdale. Mm -hmm. Tell us about its uh, mission, what you do. So History Fort Lauderdale, we try to bring the community stories to life in Fort Lauderdale and even to Broward County as a whole. And as we know, living in Fort Lauderdale, living in Broward County, we all don't look alike, we all don't think alike, and our stories have evolved over time. So we're trying to be progressive and think 20 years in the future, what people are going to want to see, what kind of history people are going to want to learn about. And that just happens to encompass, you know, one of the largest gay communities in, in the country. The nation. <laughs> in the nation. Really in the world. In the world. <laughs> so we get to tell these fantastic stories and pride happens to be the time we get to highlight it. You know, I, I love the story and I, I love that you use the word stories because um, the gay community is all about uh, pizzazz and color and dance and music and drag queens and RuPaul and, and, and. And then there's history. Uh, Yes. But history is really important to yes. our community, especially in LGBT. June Pride is a history celebration. Yes. Right? So history has historically <laughs> been boring and we always try to overcome that. And the best way to overcome that is to tell the story of people, uh, living people, dead people, Michael Murphy, who's been here for however many a decades. Long, do I long, want to say long, long time. <laughs> 
We'll talk about Michael in a minute. Yeah. And they are the keepers of all these stories. So the pioneers that we honored for this Pride Month, they keep these stories for the community. Yeah, let's, um, in fact, uh, kind of quantify what history Fort Lauderdale does mm -hmm. because uh, Ellery uh, makes the joke that history can be boring, mm -hmm. but not when it comes to LGBT and not when it comes to yeah. Fort Lauderdale. History Fort Lauderdale is celebrating 61 years of bringing our community's past to life by making our heritage accessible and engaging to residents and visitors. Their goal is to bring their stories of our diverse community in Broward County to life through engaging educational experiences, innovative cultural exhibits, research and preservation of artifacts. You are invited to come and explore the city's rich past that is housed in historic buildings on a lushly landscaped campus right off the New River. The History Museum of Fort Lauderdale uh, is situated in the 1905 New River Inn, the 1907 Pioneer House Museum, and the 1899 Avi, uh, Ivy uh, Cromarty Schoolhouse. Uh, the museum and Hoke Research Library, uh, South Florida's uh, foremost history center housing print resources and newspapers from 1910 and amazing here they present more than 400,000 uh, archival photos 2,500 maps and 5,000 architectural blueprints the landmark history Fort Lauderdale Museum is on 2nd Avenue downtown in Fort Lauderdale right off of the new river tell me about the location I've walked about uh, I've walked in front of New River Inn. I haven't been in it. I'm going to do it tomorrow, uh, actually. But tell me about your location and what you do there. So we are in the historic downtown of Fort Lauderdale. We're in the heart of where Fort Lauderdale began. Um, the Florida East Coast Railroad came in 1896 and it brought down a big population of people who didn't know what they were quite getting into uh, for the South Florida weather. <laughs> but they stayed and they built Fort Lauderdale and it's the oldest section of the city, and you're not going to see what you see on the Riverwalk in our area anywhere else. Mm -hmm. um, as we all know, we have a lot of construction going on, so you get that little bit of old-time historic feel in a very beautiful green space. <laughs> That's exactly right. Um, this exhibit that is uh, being hosted by History Fort Lauderdale is, as I said, at the gallery on Sunrise, uh, the Galleria, sorry, uh, on Sunrise in uh, Fort Lauderdale. Uh, you must come and see this incredible exhibit. It's called Take Pride, a retrospective of LGBTQ plus life in South Florida. It's been curated by History Fort Lauderdale and our famed guest photographer here, uh, Michael Murphy. If you want to make history come alive, you do it with people like Michael. And together they are documenting the fascinating history of the people and places and events of the LGBTQ community. Now, off the bat, Michael, I know so many projects you've done, um, but you get a call to do this. What was your reaction when you get the call from History Fort Lauderdale? Honored, just beyond honored. I was like, I, I, I realize that what I have, but it was a, a shock and it also kind of becomes part of the legacy of my own career of you know 32 plus years of photography mm -hmm. in the gay community. Mm -hmm. So it just let me tap into that and then searching for all those pictures. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> See, I, I am I am so I just have to tell you, Ellery, I am so 
tied down because I want to make so many jokes about Michael, but we're so close in age that if I do, okay. it will, it so will okay. wash right back onto <laughs> me. Listen, I'm so grateful to be here. I mean, and the reality of, and you'll probably touch on this later, but so many of those photos touch friends of ours who are no longer with yeah, us. That's right. A majority died in the 80s from, from AIDS when it was horrendous and we were going to funerals several times a week. Yeah. The hotspots, David magazines were full of memorials. Yeah. And so these people that helped start the community center, who started the Dolphin Democrats, who came from the Tuesday night group, you know, That's these people right. and, and the people uh, and our allies, you know, you have Lori Parrish on that wall. And Lori Parrish was one of the people on the school board in the 80s that reached out and said, we want to help you all. And her, I believe, it was Tony Siskin, Jan Cummings. There was a group of them mm -hmm. back then were very fast forward thinking on the gay issues. You had pictures uh, at the exhibit, uh, which I think are fantastic about the Marlin Beach Resort. And I continually make mm -hmm. the joke. Uh, to our LGBT Gen Zers and, and millennials, please Google uh, <laughs> Google the Marlin Beach uh, Resort. Uh, we had a hotel on the beach before anyone basically in America, a real hotel, a gay hotel. And a lot of people don't realize in Fort Lauderdale, which the exhibit uh, uh, you honored, uh, Dean Trentellis, mm -hmm. uh, the gay mayor, he's, he's a gay mayor, uh, as a gay mayor of one of the largest cities, uh, led by uh, a gay man or an LGBT person in the country. Um, but you compare and contrast that of 2023 to the 1970s when we had a mayor at the time of Marlin Beach Hotel who nice? said publicly, yeah, I, I refuse to say his name, he who shall not be named, said, no, there are no gay people in our city of mm -hmm. Fort Lauderdale. So what a dramatic <laughs> contrast of, of almost 50 years of no gay people are here to a gay yeah. mayor. So what that's I, history. Yeah. So one of the things I wanted to highlight with the exhibit was I took headlines from newspapers from the 1940s up to uh, either 2022 or 2023, just to show the change in vocabulary, the change in the thought process yeah. for an entire community. They were all South Florida headlines yeah. and it's drastic to see the change from um, psychology or uh, homosexuality up to LGBTQ+. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, exactly right. Um, I, I want to read something that uh, Patricia Zeiler, uh, the executive director of History Fort Lauderdale, said about this exhibit. She said, quote, History Fort Lauderdale is proud to showcase the valuable legacies of our LGBTQ businesses and influential leaders who have worked to make our great city an ideal place to live, work, and play. Education and tolerance are paramount as we continue to build upon these accomplishments, safeguard our progress, and move forward to ensure that Fort Lauderdale remains a welcoming place place to live and visit for all during Pride Month and beyond, end quote. It seems to me that that observation is so apropos today. I'm curious mm -hmm. um, to the political climate that we're watching, a presidential candidate from the governor's mansion, from Tallahassee. What do you think about what we're watching from a historical perspective of what you've seen from the 40s to today? What do you all think about the politics of what we're watching? So from a historical perspective, um like the quote earlier where you have to know your history to make sure you don't repeat your history. That's was my number one driving factor writing this exhibition was to lay out the history for the community to show things come back around if you allow them to come back around. 
And it's a question. Did you feel that when Obama was in office and all of us got this, we got this, we got this. And I said, this pendulum has swung so far and we're going to get a backlash. Yes. And you know it has to. And it's going to water rises and meets its own level. And you had complete no way. I'll force it down your throats. Now it's got to go somewhere in between. And you see that throughout history. If you lay things out in a timeline fashion, you see that exact. It's so interesting. Uh, Fort Lauderdale uh, is um, is a blue island. South Florida generally is a blue island in this in this red sea that we (laughs) see going on uh, in in the state of Florida. But it's interesting from the standpoint of um, nationally. Um, 80 plus percent uh, are supportive of the LGBTQ community, 80 some percent of Americans support gay marriage, support equal rights. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a minority of voices, but they happen to be very powerful voices uh, that are the objection. I, I'm curious, Michael, from your standpoint, uh, being here in South Florida for a long time, have you seen um, the progression of uh, greater and greater embracement in the community? So I'm, I'll be 65 in a few months. I've lived here my entire life. I was born in Miami, second generation native. We were part of the white flight out of Miami in the 60s when everybody was, the the Cubans were coming in, everything was changing, let's get the hell out of Miami, to Broward County. Broward County became that little oasis of all the working people that could afford to get out of out of there. And watching it change as a child, now I wasn't gay at the time, I came out late and in my 20s, I was engaged and, you know, to a woman and very much loved. But watching that for me, it was brand new to jump into this gay lifestyle and I jumped in and so it was 82, 83 when I, came out and started the photography in 1990, the end of that. So I got to see a part of that. I was in Alan Schubert's garage, above his garage, when the first three or four of us spoke about having a community center. Mm-hmm. And Alan said, I saw this in LA and I want to bring this here. Up his mm-hmm. Then it moved to the, to the living room. And to be so heady to know that Alan Schubert's name is on a building right now, yeah. that he would be so proud of his vision yeah. becoming a reality. Yeah, and of course we're talking about Pride Center, Pride Center uh, at a quality uh, park. I just ask uh, production to remind them about uh, an issue with the clock. Um, one of the things that I want to uh, make sure that everyone is aware, again, uh, this is an important exhibition because it's unique. Um, History Fort Lauderdale has created something, Michael Murphy has helped create and curate something uh, that is not something that you're going to see in August. When you go, oh, I would like to see a retrospective of uh, the history of the LGBTQ community, it's not going to be available to you. So it's available right now, which is why you should see this free exhibit. It's at Galleria Mall. It's located near Savorsky, of course, to be near Savorsky, uh, gay <laughs> exhibit after all. Bedazzle that. Exactly, bedazzle it. And, uh, it's between Macy's and Dillard's. History Fort Lauderdale describes the exhibit. Uh, We'll show you some pictures of it. Um, uh, We uh, will show you pictures of it. I want to return to the the radical nature of community. Do you feel from from a history standpoint, as you take a moment to take a snapshot of the history of community, do you think that uh, kind of a more radical opinion uh, toward LGBT is forming here in South Florida? or uh, you don't see that here. Okay, I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll that. One of the things I brought up in a recent discussion, and it was, uh, we had uh, the, the drag queens at uh, ArtServe, uh, and the reality is, is this time for another act up? 
and ACT UP was a very vocal group in the 80s that went into, among other things, went into churches and started throwing blood or blood-like product in churches for the death of people of AIDS and everything. And it's going to have to take that. As militant as the right has become, the left has asked, got to be the same. It's one thing to have understanding and we're all friends and you're my florist and I'm your photographer and we're good. But the reality is with these laws being introduced and people voting for these same people and putting these people back in office, mm -hmm. and taking, we have to become as militant and we have to be voted, we have to be educated, we have to know our past. Mm -hmm. The boring past, which is not no. boring. It's not boring. <laughs> not boring at all. We have to understand that. You know, it's interesting. I, I'm, of course, I, I understand your uh, perspective as a, as a member of our community, as an ally, and at and history Fort Lauderdale. We watch a lot of backlash in surprise here in South Florida. Our school boards and books and mm -hmm. and so many different ways. Of course, don't say gay in uh, our schools. I'm curious when when an organization that is uh, designed to just document fact, mm -hmm. which is what History Fort Lauderdale does. <laughs> it, this is fact. This is not, we're not teaching anything. Mm -hmm. This is just the history of our fact. Did you get backlash from any places that History Fort Lauderdale would be involved in an exhibit like this? So I would not say we got any backlash from like an organizational standpoint or anything like that. We got backlash from individuals in the Broward County area, but that's part of the course for really anything we do that is not um most of those were keyboard warriors also yeah right? exactly their names you know their like, names right. i've never recognized and things like that right. and i don't even really generally know if they live in this area but for <laughs> for the our community partners and the people that we value i would not say we saw any massive backlash from them it was a few questions on to well are you citing with one side, the not the not understanding that we are presenting the facts yeah. of the history yeah. of the LGBTQ. Yeah. It's a retrospective. Mm -hmm. It's a factual ref, uh, retrospective. Another thing that I'm interested in, in terms of history, Fort Lauderdale making the decision to do this, um, uh, of course, uh, your allyship. I, I I know your executive director's allyship, mm -hmm. but I'm curious in terms of board members and supporters and financial contributors when history fort lauderdale says you know let's do an exhibit of retrospective of talking about pioneers in the lgbtq mm -hmm. community uh, do you get questioned of going well wait why would you why would you spend attention time or effort on something like this i would say we did this time around um, but that's just i'm going to attribute to the political climate of question if you guys want to play it safe and remain kind of under the radar no, and no. that's my exact no. opinion as well <laughs> exactly we're here no we're here. <laughs> um, we're here we're queer and at the same time as an organization that presents educational information and historic information it's the moment in time when you're not supposed to fall back yeah. in the shadows you know it's interesting um how does it wash over you ellery when i say for lgbtq community for an ally mm -hmm. uh, like you or somebody leading an organization uh, as a deputy director like you do that's really all we want to hear <laughs> we understand and we stand up in support. It's not political one way or another. It's just fact. It's history. Yeah. What do you think about that? Um, I greatly appreciate it. And it's very humbling because you guys turn out for everything we do, <laughs> no matter well, whether it's LGBTQ plus or not, yes. you support us. That's right. And my goal for what I do with our organization is to just leave the next generation better off than 
how we started ours. Yes. Education does Education that. does that. Exactly. Uh, acceptance right. does it. So You know, I've learned something about history of Fort Lauderdale and all of the things that I've read and done coming tomorrow. Um, uh, I never made the connection until this conversation. History of Fort Lauderdale is like Disney. We're just going to stand up. That's all. No political support. It's just... Well, I mean, it's very difficult when you're cutting out newspaper articles. This isn't fabrication. This is what happened in 1941. This is what happened in 69. And Nita Bryant, she ate a cake, a pie, you know, and this is the thing. And you're not, you're not saying this is right or wrong. We're saying this is it. This is happening. People were lynched. You know, people were burned. People were done. And these are things you're pointing out. Just this is what happened. Sorry. Yeah. Do you want to change it? Yeah. Do you want to continue on? Many, many people uh, across uh, swaths of the South would try to like to suggest uh, Selma never happened, but it did, you know, and that's the fact. Um, let me give you an example of uh, one of the kinds of things that you can experience um, at this retrospective at Galleria. You can see a photo tribute uh, wall that is featuring lifestyle and significant events from, oh wait, what was that guy's name again? I, uh, oh yeah, Michael Murphy, photography. And uh, Michael has been capturing, as he's told you, historic moments and memorable individuals that have shaped the South Florida LGBTQ landscape for decades. The exhibit, uh, the exhibit includes showing of open dialogues. It's an award-winning short film which captures the personal narratives of LGBTQ plus voices. Produced by Art and Culture Center Hollywood, uh, it's directed by Miami-based filmmaker Freddie Rodriguez, and it was funded, thank you, from Community Foundation of Broward. Michael, tell me about uh, the photo exhibition you're curating. Uh, what, what, what went into deciding what you showed and what you, you didn't You mentioned show? at the very onset about what we're, as gay people, we're supposedly all topical and whatever artist and whatever thing like that and whatever's on TikTok. But the reality is our whole situation that we can live as free as we can in this little blue island, this little blue thing here in the red state is because of these people that came before us with vision and sorry to say with balls. And they came and they said, we're gonna do this. It started out the Tuesday night group was a bunch of money gentlemen that met and quietly funded politicians back then th that were favorable to us. That led into the Dolphin Democrats Carl Clark, Tom Bradshaw, all these these people who have all passed on now, and they were making these headways and saying we need a voice and going to Tallahassee and doing this stuff. We have pictures of the 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 bus going to the March on Washington in '93, the Florida oh, contingent. Wow. We all had hair back then, <laughs> nice and thin. Um, we have pictures of people before the Dean Trentalis and uh, Dr. Stephen Fallon at a Pride festival before they were you know, famous, famous people looking good in tank tops and handsome guys. A lot of, um, we have groups of the women, women in network, one of their award ceremonies. You know, these are females that stood up back then and said, we're gonna stand in here and we're gonna stand up too. And, and create this. A lot of tears. It was sad to see, you know, but it was also happy tears because a lot of these people's vision has come true. Mm -hmm. Their work has paid off us that we can dance down Wilton Drive holding hands and most of the time not be shot at because of these people before us yeah. and we need to say thank you and acknowledge them yeah you know it's interesting uh, a lot of the story that we tell at Queer News tonight we broadcast every evening uh, the only um, evening news show in the world dedicated for the LGBTQ community and we constantly do stories uh, talking about the black community 
or women, you know, abortion rights, uh, controlling your own body, uh, religious minorities like Jewish, etc. And we we constantly seem to find this common thread um, that there is marginalization, and it is a painful and a sad moment. And the only way that you fight the marginalization is to continue to tell your story over and over and over again, which is exactly what you have done in curating, and exactly what history Fort Lauderdale has done. Michael, uh, forty-four some years. Uh, um, in, in documenting this uh, experience of LGBT in South Florida. Tell me, uh, if you had a single highlight of my eye, my lens captured this, what would it be? Wow. Um, I, I think the beginning, the nucleus of, of these different community organizations, really, it's one thing to say I was at a party and I saw this person or I met that person or we had someone, those, those moments. But I think it's just the, the fact that we have come so far and we got to see that birth. And people talk about being in Alan's living room when the community center was a dream and I get to giggle and say, uh, we were above the garage when there was only six or seven of us. And feeling like one of the few people left alive to to tell that story and be able to do this, it was it was special. So I guess the the, the birth of these organizations, the, yeah. the Dolphin Democrats and the yeah. the Pride Center and things like that, our political and cultural organizations that formed, it, which would serve our community. Yeah. The political groups serve our community, trying to get laws passed and legislatively done. Our community groups give us people to be friends with, people to love, people to support, people to help, you know. And so between those two, that builds our community. You know, mm -hmm. that does. And, and we're just as grateful to History Fort Lauderdale. Yeah, that's and right. The, the, new uh, the opportunity to do it. That's absolutely true. I'm curious also, uh, Michael, you went through probably and likely thousands of pieces uh, <laughs> that uh, are going to contribute to this exhibit. The vast majority of it can't make it in. Uh, so like the Smithsonian, you have to decide of the 40 million pieces that you have, you have to decide what you're going to show. At the exhibit itself, single photograph that you selected in, in your curating of the exhibit, this is South Florida LGBT. Which photograph is it? Ooh. Ooh. I'm, 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 I, I can't paint. I really, there's not, there's never going to be, a, a diamond has so many facets. Mm. I'm sorry. Mm. It's just, it's not, it's just, there's, I, and I look at this one and I cry a little bit. I look at that one and I get high and I mean, say, oh my God, that's incredible. It's touching. Um, you know, standing there with like John Costelli, you know, and he was still with us and a lot of love John, uh, the curator of the Copa, him and Bill Bashinson, and then went on to become a real estate tycoon and, and create one, you know, those mm. major real estate companies. And seeing John and seeing John's tears, looking at that picture and saying we were children, mm. that's the thing for me. Did you by chance take a picture of Costelli? John and I are together. Oh. This picture. Uh, oh, okay. John and I have been friends for uh, forever. Excellent. And I'm getting ready to interview. And took, yeah. took I, I literally brought him over and took a picture with his sign. He's the only person that I took a picture with. Oh. That right. night, you know, with their sign. All right, so that was one of your iconic it, moments it, of the exhibit then. It, it really was, again, because he's, he's still here. We can say thank you. Mm you know, and, and we're all here for a short time. We're trying to tell the story uh, of, of why you should come and see this very important exhibit. Uh, it's Pride Month. Uh, uh, I'm going to be, uh, as everyone knows, uh, Hotspots Magazine, Happening on Television Network, puts on Stonewall Pride. I can't remember in my life uh, so many events going on um, that uh, make Pride more difficult than ever. Uh, Drag queens, do I need to say anything more than about drag queens? We'll be broadcasting the parade live on Roku and Apple television. And so 
Uh, June Pride Month is important in and of itself. A Pride Parade is important. But this exhibit tells the story of the history of our community. And I want to add a little color to uh, History Fort Lauderdale's uh, exhibition and how they describe it themselves, which I thought was super interesting. They say, quote, you're going to see over a hundred historical photographs plus videos and costumes chronicling the growth, awareness, and struggle of the LGBTQ plus community through the years. Photos are going to capture the liberation movement of the 1960s and 70s, the activism and rise of pride parades and human rights rallies, and the proliferation of gay-centric, world-famous business endeavors in Broward County, including the Marlin Beach Hotel, the Copa Nightclub, and backstreet end quote the copa oh my gosh madonna was in the copa so and my 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 partner type said oh she's so talented i said she's a tra i was djing at the time and she's a track act she couldn't sing she had two songs it was that and she had two dancers i'm like this she's nothing and i had to go back and kiss up later madonna <laughs> is a track act a track act at copa Lime oh and in <laughs> fort lauderdale that's history <laughs> That's the illustration of the exact story you're telling. You could do an exhibit entirely on the Copa. That's not even a question. Yeah. <laughs> the statute of limitations up? But a little bit. <laughs> you know, I, uh, I think um, also I want to draw attention to the Galleria. Um, strange to me that this exhibit would be at the Galleria. Could be at History Lauderdale. It could be at something on Welton Drive. Uh, it's interesting because Galleria is an interesting choice for history Fort Lauderdale uh, because of the intersections. As I said, it's June Pride Month. Uh, it's sitting in what we joke uh, right uh, this this fall will be the fifth anniversary of it's happening out uh, the longest running uh, LGBT talk show in the world. It's on Roku and Apple Wednesday nights. And um, we always joke, and we started this on our first episode five years ago, that we're broadcasting from the gayest place on planet Earth. History Fort Lauderdale is in the gayest <laughs> place on planet Earth. Dean said it. Uh, we joke with our friends at West Hollywood in Provincetown. Oh, no, no, no. It's not you. <laughs> it's us here in Fort Lauderdale. And it's interesting to me that it's at the Galleria because of this gigantic LGBTQ community. But that's all gay stuff all gay LGBT people. It's at the Galleria. It's not on Wilton Drive. After all, so many people are just shopping at the Galleria, and then they're going to come across this retrospective. We have to say thank you to Mark and Melissa oh, because they have been so supportive through all the endeavors and all the things yeah. we've done through all the, the different things. And this is built up and it, built up and built up to the point where... And it was never even a question as to not even be able to host it there it was this is the idea we have great we have space <laughs> and, and it's it really i think it's an equally super interesting line of mm -hmm. this story to do this retrospective during june pride month because marge and 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 frank and the two children are going through the galleria mm -hmm. and the two children are going to go oh look at this interesting mm -hmm. picture pretty picture mm -hmm. whatever and it opens the dialogue 
with their family to talk about what does the LGBTQ community mean here? I don't understand. And maybe among the parents too. And they get to look at your pictures and the curating. And they may of, not understand the importance of them, but it will say, like you say, they create that dialogue of the opportunity for dialogue. It may get ignored. They may have to get on the little Google machine in their hand and look it up and find out what, if they have feelings. So it's being out in the open one more time um, and just uh, in plain sight, hiding in plain sight, you know, right there, there it is. And setting up for the exhibit is my favorite time for the exhibit. Like I go back and forth throughout the month to make sure like photos aren't crooked and things like that, but that's just technical stuff. But the amount of people who come up to me and as I'm setting up, walk past, read as I'm hanging the photos and thank me for doing it. And that's outside of the opening reception, which is very thankful and grateful to begin with, but just someone who isn't going to the opening there reception. There are still people who would not go because mm -hmm. they're still closeted. At yeah. this day and age in Fort Lauderdale, there's some of our community that feel going and, and acknowledging that. About, now they'll sneak in there mm -hmm. and there's pictures that pop up on Facebook and Instagram. So Tuesday afternoon, they're shopping and I happen to walk up by the retrospective <laughs> of LGBT history in South Florida. It's, Isn't it's that a, interesting? Yes. It's a fun find. Yeah. I can say that we have progressed. You mentioned the pride parades of the early days. We have progressed and moving those into the afternoon and evening because so many of the pictures I have of all these floats <laughs> of these people are hung over so badly coming from the coast. Back to, and then getting on a Saturday morning, going down on Federal Highway. Now, we used to be on Federal Highway. Yeah, right. That's where the Pride Parade was on Federal Highway. Right. And looking at someone's picture going, y'all look rough. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, we, uh, for Stonewall Pride, we begin our broadcast at 5 o'clock. The parade starts at 7 <laughs> on Wilton Drive. Be there or watch us on Roku and Apple Television. It is a fantastic experience. I want to say one thing. Yeah. The drag queens. I have already bought a dress. Have you? I think that just like the ending of Tu Wong Fu, when they come out of town and go, I'm a drag queen, I'm a drag queen, I'm a drag queen. Well, guess what? That day I'm going to be a very ugly drag queen. I'm going to be wearing sneakers. I'm not wearing heels. I know better. But I have a flashy, and I'm wearing a dress. I'll be a drag queen. Come on, Ron DeSantis. Just as a little preview, uh, on the Thursday before the Stonewall Pride Parade, we're doing a story that very much Wilton uh, Manors, Fort Lauderdale, Broward County, will make national and international news at that festival and parade because it'll be the largest gathering of drag queens in history. Exactly like Michael Murphy. It's an amazing <laughs> exhibit, <laughs> right? <laughs> You'll set drag back, back 20 to, years. <laughs> yeah, maybe 40. These uh, lights are not pretty. It's an amazing exhibit. You, please, you don't want to miss this. You want to go and see uh, the rich history that we have here in South Florida and to see complete details of this and so many other amazing programs that History Fort Lauderdale um, puts on, you want to go to their website, historyfortlauderdale.org. Pretty simple. And you want to learn more about Michael Murphy, go to michaelmurphy.com. That's pretty simple too. Um, it's important to remember our past to not make the same mistakes of the future. The exhibit documents some of the really difficult things that have happened to, to LGBT in South Florida, and we don't want to see them repeated. That's never been more true than today. Ellery Andrews and Michael Murphy, thank you so much for joining us on Unapologetically Queer. Thank Thanks you so much. Us. Appreciate it very much. It's fantastic.